Welcome to another edition of Gong Show Fantasy Hockey. Yesterday was brutal without any games. Tonight we have a full slate. Let's get into it. Okay, so finally we got a full slate. Like I said, yesterday was brutal. It's so hard not having games. <laughs> but we have some games tonight. Look, it's full tonight. Chances are you're not going to be able to add anybody worth noting. The only thing I will say is that maybe you can add a defenseman. You can check if Gustafson is there for the Rangers, uh, depending on who you have. But like, like I said, you're probably not going to be able to add anybody at all. Uh, no forwards for sure. But uh, let's get into some goalies because this is a weird week. So maybe we can get some goalie streams going tonight. Uh, Edmonton and Carolina. Uh, Seward Skinner's probably owned, and you don't want to start Picard. If uh, Carolina Kotchkov's starting, he's lower owned. You might be able to get away with something there. Boston and Florida. I wouldn't want to start either goalie who's a backup there. Uh, Chicago and Columbus. Maybe uh, Merzak's actually confirmed, and Merzlankin's is not confirmed. But I think Columbus comes away with the win here. So I, for now, as we go through the list, uh, Merzlankin's is the first ad of the night. They're at home against Chicago. I know Columbus has been terrible, but sooner or later, that team's got to turn around a little bit. They're not this bad. They have too many good players to be this bad. So, And Merzlankins has been playing good. So I'm thinking uh, Merzlankins, if he gets to start here tonight, uh, that'd be my goalie start of the night so far. So let's get into it. Uh, the Devils against the Wings. Um, I don't think you'd want to start Alex Leon. He's confirmed for Detroit. That's a rough, rough start against the Devils team with Jack Hughes back. That's dangerous. Uh, Vanacek is probably is expected to start, but if Schmid starts, I'd be okay with him starting him against the Red Wings. He might not have great, great stats because the Devils defensively and their goalies have been atrocious. But if you're looking for a win, that if Schmid starts, that could be a win there. Rangers and Penguins. I don't think you'd want to start any goalie there. No, nobody's confirmed yet, so it's a little hard to do this, but we're just trying to think forward here. Jets and Tampa Bay. Uh, Hellebuck's probably starting. And then for Tampa, Johansson might get the start. He's lower owned now. People started dropping him because Bassey is slowly starting to come back. Still, that's a rough start because the Jets can score. So if you're desperate, maybe. Uh, next is Buffalo and... Washington, they're pro Washington's probably going to go with Lingren here. If he's on your wire and you're one of those zero-G guys, he's been hot. So if you can pick him up and roll him. And Washington, I think they're 8-1-1 in their last 10 or something. So they, they've been on fire. So I'd be okay with starting him here. Uh, Buffalo can score, but they, they're not uh, a lock like they were last year. They're, they're having trouble right now. So especially with, especially with Tejo, that's brutal for them. Uh, and uh, whether it's Levi or uh, Pekka Lukunenin, whatever his name is, I'd be okay with starting either goalie there against Washington. And I'd even be okay with starting Lingren if he starts. Uh, next is Philly and Islanders. Whoever gets that Philly start, I'd be more than happy to start them against the Islanders team. They cannot score. And even if uh, Varlamov, Sorokin's old, obviously, but if Varlamov even gets to start, I'd be okay starting him at a home against Philly. That'd be a great start. Uh, St. Louis and Arizona, either goalie, either backup, I'd be okay starting here. That should be a lower scoring game. Vimalka, Ingram, Bennington, Hofer, I'd be okay with starting anybody there. 
Markstrom uh, for Calgary against Nashville. Uh, Calgary's been hot lately. Uh, Markstrom's probably owned in your league, but I'd be okay with picking him up. Uh, he's been actually pretty good uh, lately. We'll get into some uh, goalie stuff for the year as soon as I'm done this because I, I want to touch over some goalies that uh, haven't been performing as well. But Markstrom actually has been performing pretty good. I mean, not amazing, not two years ago Markstrom where he got like 10 shutouts, but Calgary's been better as a team. Markstrom's been better. So I'd be okay with starting Markstrom here if he's on your wire. I think he's around 60-something percent owned, so he might be there. Uh, Nashville is Soros or Lankinen. I wouldn't want to start Lankinen here. Uh, next is Vegas and Dallas. Uh, I don't – Vegas goalies are owned and uh, Ottinger's owned, so the only option you'd have is Wedgwood. That'd be a tough start against Vegas. Vegas has been reeling lately, but they're just one of those teams that could just – Come out and smack you. So, and the Dallas has been good too. So, Wedgwood, maybe. If you really, really need a start, I'd consider it. Uh, next is Montreal, Anaheim. I'd feel comfortable starting any goalie from any situation here. <laughs> so, whether it's Allen or Montembeau or Gibson or Dossel, I'd start anybody. This should be a lower scoring game. Uh, I think I would lean to the Anaheim goalie to get the win here, though. Whether it's Gibson or Dossel, you can see if they're on your wire. Vancouver is Col uh, facing Colorado. Um, I don't want to start Colorado's backup here. I don't want to start Vancouver's backup here. So that's a no-go for me the entire game. Uh, the 10 o'clock, another 10, last 10 o'clock game is San Jose at Seattle. I'd feel okay starting uh, Joey Decord or Philip Grubauer here. Uh, they should get the win, but guys, San Jose is not as bad as they were at the beginning of the year. They've been much better lately. They've upgraded themselves to maybe just slightly garbage. <laughs> Before, they were 100% full trash. Now, they're maybe like, I don't know, 70% trash. So, don't be surprised if San Jose gets a win here somehow, is all I'm saying. But, having said that, I would start the quarter blue bower here for sure. Uh, if you're in a saves league looking for a lot of saves, this is a great matchup for if Blackwood gets to start. Not Kakinen because he doesn't have that in them. But Blackwood, every other, every game or so, like once every maybe three or four games, he pulls us like 40, 45 save performance, lets in two goals, still gets the loss, but plays on his head. So if you're looking for saves, if you're in those, one of those I need saves leagues, this is a great start and just hope uh, that Blackwood stands on his head. But other than that, if you're, in a, like, if you're looking for straight wins and – decent rate stats i think i'd go with the seattle goalie here so to sum up uh i like the seattle goalie first whoever's if he's on your wire go for the seattle goalie then go for um Merz lincoln's on columbus i think that's a good start there uh if the islanders uh if varlamov plays i would start him next and then i would start uh, a phoenix goalie with either Vermelka or ingram and then i would start uh, an anaheim goalie either gibson or Dostal. those are the ones i'm really really feeling tonight so uh, hopefully that helps. How about we get into some goalie stuff for the year? Okay, so I've been just researching some uh, hot starts or bad starts or whatever the case is. And uh, obviously the bad starts, uh, Philip Gustafson. Oh, man, Philip Gustafson. Uh, let's find him here. He has a... On the year, he has a 882 save percentage. He's just been absolutely brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. But what I am noticing is he's he's still 75% old, but he started the year at like 90-something. So people are dropping him left and right. 
now guys it's only november i know there's it's still like okay yeah a lot of games they played a lot of games but it's still november so we've seen this a lot a lot of times before where uh goalies just turn around the entire minnesota wild team has been garbage atrocious that team is good enough that they will turn it around now will that mean philip gustafson is going to start playing better and everything's gonna be okay not necessarily for sure but if he's on your if he's on your wire, if he's been dropped, if you're one of those zero G guys that you're constantly scrambling for a goalie, trying to find the right, because you know every year something happens where a goalie pops up. That's the theory behind zero G is that you can find one through the wire throughout the year, right? If Gustafson has been dropped in your league, they've got a great schedule, uh, not this week, but next week. Because this week, I think they play, uh, let me check here. I just had it. They play Avs first and the Red Wings. So the Red Wings is okay, I guess, but the Avs is a brutal start for them. But again, if you're looking for goalies, they play next week, they play St. Louis, Nashville, and Chicago. That could be your trial period for uh, Philip Gustafson. Because I know uh, I'm in a, a bunch of leagues, and two of my leagues that are 12 men, he's been dropped. And I picked him up both times because I am a very uh i lean zero g i would say i'm a half zero g kind of guy because uh as you know if you've been following the podcast i really like to have two players that i i i drop every week so i i like to rotate two spots and the reason for that is one spot typically for if i need goalie streams and one spot to add uh games played for players now i do a kind of half and half goalie stream a goalie zero g strategy where i'll try to get a goalie early ish i guess um like a starter that no i know is going to get volume and then i'll wait on the other goalie so some guys go complete zero g they'll just punt goalie things all together and work the wire the reason i don't like doing that is because then you have the wire all your all your additions are for goalies and you're not adding as many games played for players as you could you get what i'm saying but anyways that's how i like to do it but next week so if philip gustafson is happens to be on your wire like i said he might not be. He's still 75%. But I know in two of my leagues where it's, it's a 12-man, the GM got fed up and dropped him. So I definitely consider adding him and, and holding on to him for this week. If you can uh, afford to roster a player and just have him on your bench, see how he does. Because like I said, next week, they got a great schedule with St. Louis, Nashville, and Chicago. And that could be your trial period for Gustafson. If he's still garbage after next week, you drop him, no harm, no foul. But if he does turn it around, you just found yourself an incredible goalie who just had a bad start. That's what I would do. Next is Markstrom. So, as like I said before, Markstrom hasn't been as bad as people are thinking he's been. He still has a 903 save percentage. Okay, which isn't the greatest, but that Calgary team is slowly turning it around. Uh, they've been playing better lately. They've been scoring. Uh, I, I would think they would get better defensively, but... If you dive into the numbers, they are pretty good defensively. It's similar to like last year where Markstrom and Vladar couldn't get any saves. But this year, Markstrom has been saving a little bit more. So I don't mind Markstrom here. Uh, I, I'm, I th I would, if he's been dropped, I would definitely consider adding him. Uh, the problem with Markstrom is that next week, not this week, but next week, he has Vegas, Dallas, and Vancouver, which is probably as bad as it gets for starts. <laughs> Uh, but this week they do have uh, Nashville. They have Nashville tonight, actually, like we mentioned. 
Uh, and then they have Dallas and Colorado. So like that's just honestly uh, brutal, brutal uh, starts for Markstrom because <laughs> those teams are horrible. But it is what it is. But there's also a possibility that he gets traded. Calgary does. Like if Markstrom gets traded to a good team, that's a steal. So we're, we're looking for goalies that, that people have gave up on and are on your wire, right? And if you're a guy looking for a goalie, what better chance than, than this? Uh, Lindgren is a, uh, sorry, not Lindgren, uh, Soros. Soros has an 892 save percentage, Nashville. I don't think he's ever had a career under like 905 or 910 save percentage. So he is definitely playing way below expectations. That national team isn't great. There is an outside chance that Soros does get traded because he has a great contract. Nashville might slowly fall out of the playoffs and say, you know what, we have uh, the other kid there for the name Askarov. He's highly touted. So I would think if you can get him for uh, cheap, cheap value and you're looking for a goalie, I would take a chance on Soros because he's never going to be this low in value. He has an 892 save percentage. So he's going to turn it around. If you follow his career, he'll turn it around or and or he'll get traded to a better team. So if you're looking for a goalie, if you're one of those 0G guys and you can get him for a cheap deal, Soros, the Soros owner might be willing to part with him for, with an 892 save percentage. He might say, you know what, I don't want any part of this anymore. And that's these are the kind of risks we have to take if we're uh, 0G, right? The next is Devin Levi. He has an 881 save percentage. Uh, I don't know if you guys followed the beginning of this podcast, but I thought Devin Levi was rated way, way, way too high in drafts. I would never take a rookie goalie that early. I thought it was incredibly um, naive, <laughs> I guess you would say, to take a, a rookie goalie that early. But he was going early in drafts, man, like early. So uh, I didn't like that. But and now we're seeing why he's a rookie goalie. He still has a chance to be amazing, but he's still a rookie goalie on a, a Buffalo team that doesn't defend that that well. Um, do you want to take a chance on Levi, or has Levi been dropped, or do you want Pekka, the other goalie, Pekka? I'm steering clear of the whole Levi situation. If you're going to keep your league, obviously you're keeping him. If you're in a redraft league and you can find better options, I would drop. I would drop him. Um, it's just a brutal situation all around. We're not going to know what this Buffalo Sabres team is until Thompson comes back. They're just kind of like, it is what it is. Uh, the other goalie is Piotr, our board Piotr uh, Kochkev. He's got an 876 save percentage. This guy, when he came into the league, he was fantastic. And he, every year, he's slowly getting worse. <laughs> so our board Piotr needs to step it up. Look, we don't know what's going on with Freddie Anderson. Carolina just released Halak, or they didn't sign him. I think they signed him or released him, or they gave him a trout, and they didn't sign him up signing him. So he's gone. So it's Ranta and Piotr until Freddie Anderson comes back. Now, the fact that they got rid of Halak could mean one of two things. It could mean that Freddie Anderson is going to be coming back sooner than they expected, or it could mean that they're very confident in Ranta and Piotr. Uh, and they've signed Piotr to a four, four-year deal, I think, or $4 million. Like it's they, they gave him... We want you to be our starter money. But he hasn't performed like it. So look, if he's on your wire, I would see how he does. I, I wouldn't add him just yet. Uh, there's no faith in Carolina. But they do have um, Columbus on Sunday. So if he gets that start, I would definitely consider starting him there. 
let's get okay. So those are the, the goalies that have rough starts, and you can have Mark Andre Fleury to that list. He's like Gustafson, but Gustafson is would be the guy there. We're hoping Gustafson turns it around. I, I'm not putting any faith in a 39 year old or what, however old Fleury is, to just start playing better. <laughs> so I think Gustafson's guy there. Like I said, he's still 74, 75% owned, whatever it is. Just see if he's there. And take a look at your goalies. He's worth a shot, not for this week, but just hang on to him because next week they have a good week. And that would be your litmus test. You say if he's still garbage, drop him. But if he's good, that could be a league winner if he was dropped because this Minnesota team is not going to be this bad forever. They have too many good players to be this bad. Okay, let's get into some hotter goalies now. The Arizona Coyotes, Ingram and Vimelka, are both been playing pretty well. The whole entire Arizona team has been playing pretty well. Ingram has a 9-11 save. Vimalka has a 9-01. Now, I will say this. In Ingram, they're, they're hoping... They've been going pretty much one and one, back and forth between the goalies. No goalies really come away with it. Right now, people are thinking Ingram looks better, but if you actually dive into the numbers a bit, Arizona hasn't been... Arizona has played much better in front of Ingram than they have Vimalka. So if you want to say at the worst case, like at best, I don't know what case it is, but they're 50-50. I wouldn't say Ingram's going to come away stealing starts. I wouldn't say Vimalka's going to come away stealing starts. But they are hot. So if they're goalies that, and they have good matchups that you want to add, go nuts. Like I said, they got the boost tonight. That'd be a good start. Uh, going forward, uh, we don't know who's going to. So I, I hate owning goalies that are 50%. Uh, unless one of them starts taking off with it. But if one does take off with it, I know a lot of people are thinking Ingram. I think it could be Vimalka. So that's a situation we're going to watch. They both have decent save percentages. Next is Joseph Wall. He has a 909 save. Now, that Toronto uh, situation is pretty interesting because Samsonoff and Wall have been going back and forth. No goalie wants to come away with it. I do think Wall is the better goalie. Toronto needs to play better defense. This is the, the problem. If you look at um, goals saved above expected, Joseph Wall is on fire. He's been playing really, really good. Toronto gives up way too many chances. It's almost like uh, Schmid and Vanacek in Jersey, where, yes, they've been bad, those goalies, but the Devils defensively have been giving up way, way, way too many chances. Uh, oh, you know what? We should talk about Schmid and Vanacek now that I'm here. Uh, and Schmid and Vanacek, I, I don't, I don't want to uh, trade Vanacek, but I don't want to trade for him either. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that situation could go either way. Uh, I still think the Devils, if the Schmid and Vanacek don't get their stuff together, I think they'll out a goalie, man. I really do. They, they have no commitment to Schmid or Vanacek. They can send Schmid down, keep Vanacek as a backup, and add a, a, a better goalie. I think the Devils would do that. The Devils want to win. So they've been bad for so long. Whereas the Leafs, the Leafs, I think they're kind of stuck with Wall and Samsonov unless they make something magical work. I think that they'll keep Wall and Samsonov and they'll fix their back end. I think that's what the Leafs will do. A lot of rumors about uh, Tanev and uh, Zadorov or even Hannafin. The Leafs' back end is atrocious. I think they realize that. I think they realize that Wall especially has been good enough it's just they're giving up way 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 too many chances so wall and samsonov i think wall is the goalie to own here so keep an eye on that i wouldn't trade for him but i would definitely pick him up if if he's available 
because uh, I know he's been dropped a lot. He's the he's if you watch him play, he's a really good goalie. He's really good. Like I said, the Leafs have been giving up way too many chances. If you watch Samsonov play, he's been okay. And the Leafs are still giving up way too many chances. So Wool is a guy I really like going forward. But like I said, I wouldn't trade for him because unless you can get him for nothing, then trade for him. Because we don't know the situation there. He's just a guy I really want to keep my eye on. I do have Wool in a couple spots, and I'm still hanging on to him because I I see good things there. I want to see what the Leafs do with their defense first before I get rid of Wool. Uh, the next hot goalie is we talked about him before is Lingren on Washington. He pretty much stole the starting job for now against for against uh, Kemper. Uh, Lingren's been fantastic. He's got a 940 save percentage. It's a very small sample, but if he's there, Adam, ride him while he's hot. Now listen, there's no if he doesn't have any pedigree, any there's no reason to think that this is gonna last. But if he's hot, he's there. He's grabbing Washington's eight one one in their last ten or something like that. So he's a good goalie to, to add for now. But uh, as soon as he starts going cold, you drop him. Uh, he's not a guy. He's not like a wall where I say, even if Wall has a bad start, I'm still keeping him. You know what I mean? If Lingren has one or two bad starts, you, you drop him. But right now he's hot at him. All right. Those are our futures for our goalies. Just some guys are unexpectedly hot or unexpectedly bad. Um, and hopefully that helps. Uh, well, finally, we got some games. Like I said tonight, enjoy it. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's no games too. Oh, brutal. Well, at least you're having Thanksgiving. At least you're eating turkey. Bunch of turkeys. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. If you are liking this podcast, please uh, rate, uh, like, give us five stars. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can. Tell your friends. Share. I'm having a blast doing it. Like I said, I'm still fairly new, but. Hopefully it's getting better and hopefully you're getting value out of this. Let's go.